What is going on, Suns fans? Justin here, and with me, as always, is my podcasting partner, Paul. Let's do this. And welcome to this episode of Fanning the Flames, the OG Phoenix Suns podcast that is made for the fans. That's you guys by the fans. That is us. As always, intro and outro music provided by Park and Main. Check them out over at parkandmainband.com. Give us a follow. <coughs> excuse me on Twitter. I'm at so says J Paul. At Dervish World. And the pod is at Fan the Flames NBA. And of course, the Phoenix Suns, excuse me, Bright Side of the Sun podcast network is available on brightsideofthesun.com and all of your podcasting platforms. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. All right. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, we're going to do, we tweeted out earlier today what we're going to do in this episode, but we're yeah. going to do a fantasy draft involving only Phoenix Suns players. Rules are, we've got, oh, excuse me, hold on. We've got two guys joining us, too, to do this. So Paul and I aren't just doing it because that would be really weird and boring and lame. Uh, we have got Dan Duarte. Dan, say hello. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And you all know Dan from Twitter. His Twitter handle, if you want to give him a follow, is at dduarte89. And then we have everybody's favorite post-game Phoenix Suns caller. That's right, Flex from New Jersey with us to join us in this Suns only fantasy draft as well. Flex, say hello to the folks. What's up? What's up? And you, if you don't already follow Flex on Twitter, you should and can follow him at Cruz FE13. And thank you guys for joining us on a late Saturday night because it's COVID time, so nobody's doing anything on Saturday anyway, right? So we might as well do this, huh? Yeah, thanks for having sure. us, man. Yes, sir. Thanks for having me, bro. Absolutely, boys. Okay, so back to the rules again. Phoenix Suns players only. You get to, we're going to do a snake draft. If you all do fantasy, you know what a snake draft is. If you don't, it's not that complicated. One, two, three, four. Four, three, two, one is the order. We're going to go six deep. So you get five starters, you get a sixth man, and you get a coach. So we are going seven deep, Paul. Thank you. Um, you get the Phoenix Suns player as they were with the Phoenix Suns. So if you take Shaq, you don't get Lakers Shaq. You don't get Magic Shaq. You get Phoenix Suns Shaq. You don't get Boston Shaq. I guess theoretically, though, you don't get Cleveland Boston Shaq. Shaq. Cleveland Shaq. Um, Celtics Miami Shaq, Shaq. Miami uh, Shaq. LSU Shaq. LSU Shaq. Whatever <laughs> high school Shaq. Whatever the, the high school Shaq went to. The back in the bayou uh, um, <laughs> blue chip Shaq. <laughs> so so yeah Definitely so those not. are the rules um if you if you if you and same thing if you pick a guy who improved after he left the suns you don't get the better player you get the suns player okay so anyway the order is going to be as randomly se- se- selected by random.org paul dan myself and then flex and corner. i will i will at least for the first pick do my do my like commissioner impression. So, Paul, you're up, and I'll I'll say with the first pick in the 2020 Fantasy Suns Banning the Flames draft, Paul selects. This is a tough one, but as a later fan to the to the Suns, I I gotta go, my boy Nash. And I would say that's an excellent pick. I would give a little info and background on Steve Nash, but I feel like if you need that and you're listening to this pod, just turn it off because you're not it. a good fit. No, no. And and I I I'll say if I was going to go first, that would have been most likely my pick. I mean, it's 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 a pretty small handful of guys that you're going to take first to be the face of the Suns franchise, essentially. You know, if you're going to take a first pick, you're hoping they're going to be the face of your franchise. Unless you're Anthony oh. Bennett. Oh. Or Michael Ocondi. They still, they still might have – they still probably hoped it. It just didn't come to fruition is the problem. Yeah, they already had Kyrie for that. All right. So, um, you know, this is, this is a boom and bust pick, bro. I don't know. This guy – I don't know if this guy's going to be any good. This I don't know. Pick. I mean, that hair – 
undersized, <laughs> you know, undersized out of Santa Clara. Uh, yeah, yeah, didn't really play with high competition. I don't know, bro. I don't know. Ayer, he has back issues, so yeah. I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm actually definitely, definitely not Luka Doncic. She's definitely not Luka Doncic. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Flex, I forgot to tell you a rule. We don't say that name on this podcast. Oh, okay. My bad, dude. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm he sorry. shall not be named. We call him the guy from Dallas. He's definitely not that guy from Dallas, man. This guy, I don't know about you know, this I'm match a, kid. No, I'm it's a little great surprised. Pick, great pick. Uh, I, it is a great pick. I'm a little surprised you went there, though, um, to be really? honest with you. I, I feel I, like I, this is a good segue into pick number two. And you can just continue, make your comment okay. and then yeah. lead right so, into your pick, Dan. Ab- absolutely. So the reason why I'm surprised that you picked him is because when it comes to the Suns, everybody always goes back to the 93 team, right? And if you ask me who's the face of the franchise all time, I would say the same thing, Steve Nash. Um, but, I mean, there, there's an article written on, on Brightside this week, uh, shout out, uh, that Charles, Bar- or, uh, Charles Barkley deserves a statue outside of Talking Stick Resort Arena, which I don't necessarily agree with. I'd go with Nash myself as well. Um, I mean, but that he deserves just- a statue, but so does Nash. Yeah, so that that just seems like the like the the, the consensus pick is, is Charles Barkley because when people say the Phoenix Suns and you know '93 kind of put them on the map, new arena, um, going to the finals against Michael, uh, MVP season amazing and all uniforms. that stuff, amazing uniforms, yes sir. Uh, um, you know that's a little it's a little surprising, and and I was and I was actually ready to, to pick Steve Nash at the second pick, but you know I, I guess I'll settle for Sir Charles, um, you know the round mound of rebound. Um, at hey, the, he with did, the number he two did pick. take on Godzilla. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. I don't know about this fat chubby kid from Auburn, bro. <laughs> he may not. He may not pan out either. I don't like neither one of y'all. Picks, <laughs> you know, I don't think and, either one of them is going to be a Hall of Fame. Yeah, you know, he, he's undersized as a power forward. You know, yeah. Not sure about so, the athleticism, overweight. Right. Got an attitude, not a role model. I you know like what's, <laughs> you know what's funny is we we've had this discussion before. This this was posed on on Twitter. Um, we we had it off the record though. The uh, me, Justin, and, and Paul. Um, they asked if you could it, who do you, when okay, if you could pick one event to rewind and 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 change, which event would lead to a Suns championship? And the question was Paxson shot. Or Boris and Amari getting suspended, and I said Boris and Amari getting suspended, no question. And the reason I said that, I, I made my case on Twitter, um, but the real reason was, I, I just, I'll be honest with you, I was four years old in '93. I wanted the, I wanted to experience the Suns winning the championship. So I, I feel like I wasn't a Suns fan yet. <laughs> oh Jesus! I didn't live in Phoenix. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm just giving you shit, man. Like, calm down, me. Paul. Jeez. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. I, I, I had to, I'm cranky. I had, to take my, <laughs> I had to. I had to turn away for a second. Got my dog acting crazy right now. But uh, right. <laughs> but uh, it's all right. Yeah, no, I was uh, just. I was just saying. I'm selfish, you know, because I'd rather the Suns would have won the championship in 2007 than 1993 because I was only four years old. <laughs> oh, it's one of those. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got. I take either one, but I don't care when it came. Ninety three, two thousand seven, twenty forty. I take anything. When, as long as my as long as my body's still warm and on this earth, right? I mean, go. I'll take it even just like slightly after death. If I'm still warm, hey, fine. You know, I'm good. Right, right, right. All right. So I'll I'll jump in then, and unless anybody want to comment any further on Barkley at two, besides those lovely comments we made about his lack of athleticism, overweightness, et cetera, et cetera. Great pick. Two great picks. And I'll say I I would go with you know we talked about the statue thing. I'll just interject this really quick. I'm a Nash guy when it comes to that. I think Nash before Barkley the statue thing. You take one thing you take into account too is Barkley played here what like. About four seasons. Four seasons. Under three, four seasons. Nash played eight in his second tenure, 10 total. Maybe a shade under because he got trade, but you know what I mean. Um, so I think you have to take into account longevity as well as, you know, the impact that that was uh, had on the franchise as a whole. Sure. So, and I think it was, uh, it was where Brandon Clean wrote, wrote the article. I think his reasonings made sense, right? Barkley put the Suns on the map, you know, new arena. That's when everybody really started to pay attention to the Suns, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so, so I get where he was coming from, but I, I definitely would have said 
you know, Steve Nash over, uh, over, over Sir Charles. For the statue? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Um, I, I love both those guys, bro. So it's, it's hard. I, I'm, I'm more the, I'm the guy that's saying put two up. I, you know, I'm, I love both of them. They were both league MVPs. They were both the best playing basketball at a given time wearing a son's uniform. Um, but I mean, I, obviously I'm, you know, I'm, my heart is always with that 93 team and, uh, what Barkley did for the Valley in 93 was that I'm, it'll never be duplicated, man. I, I, even, even if we go nuts and with this core, you know, things go great. I just don't ever think we're going to have something like we had in 93. It was just the perfect storm. Charles was the right guy. And, um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I think, I think Charles is, Definitely a statue guy, bro. But I, I can't – you can't argue with Nash either, man. So it's one of them arguments that uh, you can't go wrong either way. There you go. And and as we often do here on Fanning of Flames, we're off topic. So <laughs> – and I'm not saying don't go off topic because that's what we do. It's fine. But I'll jump in now and I'll go ahead and give my first pick here of the first round, the number three overall pick. And I'm going to go to a guy that I think predates pretty much all of us, but – his name, at least probably prior to the 92-93 season, was a, a, a guy who resonated mo- a lot with the Suns and to this day is the career leader in points for the Suns. Ooh, baby. Walter Davis. Ooh, baby. Now, putting sweet aside D. the – Sweet D. Putting aside, put aside the off-court issues, um, they are what they are, but you got a guy who, again – career leader for the Suns in points. He's up there in all the major, you know, statistical categories. And while he might, like I said, his time might have predated, I think, all of us, um, I'm going to go ahead and take Walter Davis there at number three. Love it, bro. That's fantastic, bro. Fantastic pick. Can't go wrong with Sweet D. You think he's going to remain the league, the team leader in points? No, no, no. The guy I'm about to take is going is going to break. It. <laughs> I was wondering how, how, how that is going to be for that, yeah. that guy taking. <laughs> yeah, the guy the guy I'm about to take. I don't even do I even got to say his name. The kid from Moss Point, the kid that scored seventy. Yeah, I'm going with deep. I'm going. I'm going with deep book here. Um, I ain't even gonna waste more time. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna be that GM that runs to the podium and says, "Yo, yeah, give me this pick yeah. before my time runs out." So um, yeah, I'm gonna go deep book here, man. I know it's uh. This is a ton of basketball players you can go with here, man. But I, I think um, I think those three guys you mentioned are all-time great sons. They're Hall of Famers. They're you know, best to do it. And I think this is this this guy's got next. So uh, I mean, shit, kids in his fifth season, and he's already third in in points per game in the Suns. Exactly, exactly. He's got seven thousand points. Only LeBron, KD, and Melo have done that before. Him. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go with Devin Booker, and I'm going to speed this up, and I'm going to team up Devin Booker with Amari Stoudemire. Oh, like that. Back. Yeah, so that's how we're going to do it. We're going we're gonna to spice this up. We're going to book Amare. And um, this is going to be fun. <laughs> I, I like that pick. I, imagine, imagine seeing Booker and Prime Amare on the same court together. Oh, Ooh. man. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, baby. I'm, I'm imagining man, it right That's now. a lot of firepower. <laughs> that is a lot hey, of firepower you know, from just two players right there. It, it is, but... I mean, I think you guys are underselling DeAndre Hayden because if you think about him. Hey, th- don't be spoiling picks. I'm not. I'm not spoiling picks. I'm not spoiling. Oh no, I, I, we I, all know who the picks are. I'm so. just saying. Well, we all know where Dan's going. <laughs> no, 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 no. All I'm saying is, if you want to imagine Devin Booker with Amari Stoudemire, just give it a year or two. I think it'll exactly. be fair. I got you. I got you. No, I, that's, I all, that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I agree, D. I agree, 100. percent I, I, I just got, I, I got even more excited about that idea than I was about Amari and Booker playing together. So well done right there. Well done right there. All right. So that means it's going to swoop back around to me here and I'm going to, I'm going to shore up my point guard position here with this pick. And this comes in part because this guy was, uh, I would say one of my, if not my favorite Phoenix Suns player, not named Steve Nash. and while he played the same position, perhaps, well, he played in a different era, but played it, I would say, not quite as well, but almost as well, and for a long period of time, Kevin Johnson, KJ. Got it. The mayor. The mayor. <laughs> I'm also going to take the team that I'm going to keep saying, 
off-court issues aside, <laughs> I'm taking this person. So right. I, that's going to be the theme for my, for my team here, okay? Just so you guys know. Ex- expect my Dumas pick coming up a little bit later somewhere. <laughs> I, I was about know. to say that. I was about to say that. <laughs> yeah, everybody, everyone has skeletons, man. Everyone has skeletons. Right. I don't give a damn what they do, man. They put the ball in the hole. There you it is go. What it is what they do on the shot. Yeah, Walter Davis and KJ, that's scary, bro. Yeah, Kevin yeah, I, 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 I like it. I like it. Now, now some of the some of the younger listeners might be like, "Who is this guy? What is this guy doing? What is this guy doing?" But nah, it's one of those things too. You think about it, if the NBA was the way it is now back then, I wonder what kind of game those guys would have had. What, how, how much better they would have been with you know the the more more consistent, more right. frequent three point shots, things like that. Because you look Kevin, at guys, Kevin yeah. Joshua will be Kevin Joshua will be unguardable in this era. Yeah, unguardable. So, yeah, I still, I still remember. Um, was it not this season, but last season, when I was at the uh, Suns and Celtics game, and I looked to my right, and at the end of the row, KJ's just sitting there, just chilling. Okay. And I'm like, <laughs> shit, should I should I be that guy to go and talk to him? And yeah, I've got. I'm so short. I had a few beers in me, so I went to go talk. When when somebody picks Tom Chambers at some point. I will share a. I've had a few beers in me. Tom Chambers story. I'll share two. I'll share two quick and and also a Tom Chambers had a few beers in him. Tom Chambers story. I'll share two quick stories about Kevin Johnson. So, like I said, KJ was like my favorite player as a kid. My mom loved that guy, and he lived relatively close to us. And I used to go to Suns games as a kid all the time. My dad had season tickets, and I went to a game with my mom one time. We were driving home. KJ drove a. I want to say it was a black Porsche with the license plate Hope Seven. Don't ask how we knew that, but we did. And that's about right. We we yeah. saw him driving home the night after a game, and my mom was like catching up with him, following him. And I swear to God, Jesus he Christ. started flying down Camelback like, "Oh my God, I have some psycho stalker behind me!" Not knowing it was like this little <laughs> Filipino woman and her like nine year old son, but. <laughs> That's story number one. Story number two, I was at a game. My cousin, um, I was with Shana. Shout out, Shana. Sam, Sam listens to this, and so maybe he'll hear it. We were at a game. We were sitting probably like fifth row, kind of behind the sun's bench. And the whole game, she's like, I'm going to get KJ's attention. She's just like, KJ! The whole game, every time out. And people are like, looking at her. I'm like, sitting there like, kind of embarrassed. Finally, like midway through the third quarter, he turns around and just kind of gives her like a little nod and wave. I think just to shut her up, but it was still a kind of fun little little moment for her, and and that we enjoyed. So those are my two quick KJ How stories. How old was she at this time? Like, um, I was. Oh, she had to be thirteen or so. It would have been, yeah, because yeah, it was probably it was probably mid nineties. So she was probably twelve or thirteen. I was probably thirteen, fourteen, somewhere in there. Yeah, it sounds about right. That's a pretty close cool story. I, I I don't have a story as good, but Quincy AC, I'm pretty sure. Had he had his way, he was going to run up to my seat and kill me one night because I kept yelling at him because <laughs> he couldn't fucking rebound the ball. And uh, while so, the other So in the second round, Dan free. picks Quincy AC. That's what I just <laughs> no. heard, guys. These guys no. hear that? <laughs> yeah, that, that shout out to Quincy AC. Shout out to Quincy AC. Cotton, let's see how it works out for him. <laughs> he, he was there for like four games, but I swear, his death stare, and, and I. I you know, your bones, best. dude. I I tried my best not to look away, but goddamn, I got one. Dan's like, Dan's like, I'm gonna actually sit down and be quiet now. Quincy Ace is a big dude, bro. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. was your wife with you? Was she egging you on? Was she like, don't back down to this fool? Oh, great! I married oh. a pussy. <laughs> Definitely not. No, my wife actually, my wife was there. They're playing Indiana. Uh, my wife uh, was there, and um. Let's see what happened. Oh, that's the night I almost got kicked out and almost had my season tickets revoked. Um, but that's a story for a different for a different time. It's a good night. <laughs> what for you, different man. time? So Dan, make your pick then. Now that you're done uh, telling us about how you're a you're a you're a uh, degenerate uh, fan. A degenerate fan at Suns games. Anyway, uh, my next pick, uh, I'm gonna go ahead and team up Charles Parkley with uh, the Matrix, Sean Man. Ooh. Good pick. Right, I, like, I like that. I like that combo. That's quite the. That's quite the three-four punch right there. Yeah, yeah I, good pick. I, what do you guys? Okay, so I see a lot of people that are like, "Oh man, 
we got to retire Marion's number. And I, I think what they're saying is we got to put him in the ring of honor because the sons don't retire. Right. Numbers. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, that's that's I'm, what they're saying. I'm yeah. thinking that's what they're saying. And I agree that he should, him and Amara should be in. But what do you guys, I don't know, man. Is there did something happening the, with the organization? What's going on? Because yeah, he, does, when he was, does games for the Mavericks. Nah, there was some serious beef, man. It was him and Sarver. You know, that trade to Miami was, was a real – that was a real issue, man. He was – he wanted that contract, and the Suns basically said, no, nah, we're not going to give you that contract. And there was some animosity. He went to, went to Miami, and it didn't end well. But, um, listen, I, I – there's no matter. one – doesn't matter. There's no one that – if Sean Marion ain't in the ring of honor, then the ring of honor is not legit, bro. Like, yeah, Sean yeah, Marion could low-key be a top-five Phoenix Sun ever, mm-hmm. statistically. I love the Matrix. So, I think there's low animosity. Key. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there, there is. And, and I, I think it's one of those things that it'll happen someday. But because of the animosity, it's one of those things that has to kind of Well, simmer. I mean, he, he's come back. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Justin and yeah. I ran into him at a uh, spring training game a couple years back. Because, like, him and, like, Amare and Marbury were all back in the building for, like, 90s night or some shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Marion still lives. Doesn't, doesn't he still live? Like, he got a house out in Phoenix. He's got a house out here. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Nobody gives up their house in Phoenix. Right, right, right. You know, because, like, this retirement central. You know, come out here, play some, play some golf. Cost right. of living. I play mean, some golf. Paul's like, yeah, uh, it Matrix, like you're just Ma- going golf. And you golf. Matrix got to be in the ring on him. Amari too, man. It's going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to happen. It's, I mean, just, um, it's just, it's amazing to me that it just, it hasn't happened just because, right. I mean, that like, why not? Just from tell you what, though, you, like, you, want me to, you want me to give you an underrated reason why I think it hasn't happened? Sure. Yes. Remember, remember that interview he made? He, he had an interview and they asked him, they asked Matrix, uh, it was like a if you went to the Hall of Fame or some question, who mm. how would you go in? He said Mavericks. Mm. Oof. Yeah, well, I, 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 that, was, not, that was that was fairly recent. To win, though. I did not see. I yeah, no, I mean it that. wasn't it wasn't it wasn't the, the well, question yeah, that's was what we posed that like what do you get it? Yeah, so he he actually and I Cuban, I thought he shit players on love the Cubans, so. did that. I thought he I thought he shitted on the Suns when he did that. So I think that's part of it. Uh, I, and you know what? You know, leave it up to to Rob. I mean, Robert Sarver also had to get convinced to to put Al McCoy into the Ring of Honor. So, I mean, yeah. it, it doesn't really surprise me that that, uh, right. that Sean's not in. I mean, it's unfortunate, but I think eventually he'll get in along with Amari. I yeah, sure I mean, shit hope so. If he doesn't, oof. It's arguably the greatest run of the the. Team out. I mean, obviously, ninety two, ninety three. They went to the fi- They went to the finals, and but I mean, sus- sustained success for a team that you know. I mean, they rev- they revolutionized basketball. Man. Yeah, I mean, and yeah. you can't just put only Nash in for that. I mean, no. fucking no, no, you know, no. at the very least, those three guys probably D'Antoni too. I mean, guys, let, let me just so. First all-time in defensive rebound, Sean Marion. Mm-hmm. Second all-time in turtle rebound, Sean Marion. Second all-time in steal, Sean Marion. Um, I mean, he's all over the list. Third in blocks. Fourth in points all-time, Sean Marion. Third in blocks. I mean, it goes on and on, bro. The guy's top five in every statistical category he, as a Phoenix Sun. If he's what, not in the ring on him. Nobody he was the best it. fantasy basketball player for like five years running. Yeah. What was Ever. his uh what what was his three point percentage? I feel like he was a really underrated three point shooter too. Um it was three point or thirty four percent. Thirty four point two. And that's that's for career. So I don't know what his like the with career the with the Suns. Wow. I don't I don't know right. what it what like by a season. Over his initial stint with the Suns, initial stint with the Suns, his first, you know, eight years in the league, um, when he was with the Suns, it was 30, 33%. So, again. Still, I mean, that's respectable, man. Respectable, especially in that era. And, and that especially era, yeah. with that especially with that shot. 
Yeah, with that oh, little dude, push that, out. Yeah. That's fucking terrible. Yeah, I, right. Matrix is my favorite player on those teams. Oh yeah, yeah me too. Me yeah, too. yeah. Four time All Star. Yeah. You really can't. You can't. You can't say he shouldn't be in. Absolutely. I mean, so, again, top five in damn near every everything. statistical category. You can't not have him in there. He's. I mean, he's got a better argument. Listen, he's got more. He's got more points than Steve Nash. Sure. <laughs> he's yeah. Got more points as a son than Steve Nash. He's got more points than Amari. I mean. It, Shit, if you're gonna put a mind Steven there, what the hell you waiting for? You know, Sean. Mm-hmm. Sean deserves it, no question, man. So I love Sean. I love the Matrix. So that's a great pick, bro. All right, Paul. It is to you with the eighth pick and the last pick of the second round. Well, it, it, it's time for you to tell a story, Justin. Oh, your, your boy, our color commentator of the halftime shows, the first free agent in. NBA history. See, Tom Chambers is my pick for round two. That's a great pick. I, I love that pick because I wanted Tom Chambers, but that's all right. I, I'll forgive well, you. Well, you, you could have taken pick. them, you know. I, I, yeah, I wanted him. <laughs> I wanted him a little later, but okay. So after it was after I think it was after the Celtics game, not this season, but last season. So the eighteen nineteen season when the Suns had a big lead in the fourth quarter and blew it. Well. We were at the little bar right by where they do the post pre and post game shows. Um, and we stayed after the game to have a few drinks. Tom Chambers did the same and we're getting ready to leave. <laughs> and, and I see Chambers over like talking to some guys. So I, I, I had a couple in me. I'm like, you know what? This dude was, if I said KJ was my favorite player as a, as a, as a youngster, Tom Chambers was my second. And I, I was like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go just say hi, snap a selfie with him, which I did. I don't usually do stuff like this, but I walked up to him and I go, Tom, I'm sorry. I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm totally going to interrupt you. Uh, could I just get a picture of you? I'm like, you were my favorite player growing up when I was one of my favorite players. I might've told him favorite. You're my favorite player growing up when I was a kid. In fact, I asked my barber when I was like 11 years old, maybe yeah, probably 11 years old to cut my hair just like yours because, well, I liked your hair and you're a handsome man. And he looks at me and he goes, I'll take a picture with you as long as you never talk to me about how handsome I am again. <laughs> and I was like, deal. That's my quick Tom Chambers story. That's, that's Tom totally Chambers that's story. totally Tom Chambers. That's totally right. Tom Chambers, bro. <laughs> but he was he was it was one of those things where he was cool about it, but kind of like giving me shit, which I appreciate because you guys yeah, that's great. you guys know oh, me well yeah. enough. I like giving people shit, so I love when people give shit to me. So that's my quick Tom Chambers story. But that's a really good pick. I mean Chambers played only what four years for the Suns, yeah, four or five years for the Suns, yeah. but three-time All-Star. You know, like Paul said, first free agent in the NBA. His first two years. So this was before you know the the big turn in ninety two ninety three. But twenty six points his first year with the Suns, twenty seven points his second year with the Suns, and was a integral point part of that of that ninety two ninety three team. Even though he's no longer starting. Uh, that helped the team get to the finals. So I think that's a, I think that's a great pick. And I think something that's important to remember about Tom Chambers is he kind of paved the way for them to get Barkley because that team was solid. Those mm-hmm. you know in, in 1990, 1991, you know they they made runs to the to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like it's kind of what we want now, right? With 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 Booker, right? We want to make a couple of runs, uh, you know, be better. And then and at the end of the day, we can, we can go after the big fish, right, or have somebody come here in yeah. free agency. So I think he was an intricate part of that time. Absolutely, absolutely. That brings up something that I, I, got, I got a question for you guys. So I don't know if it was yesterday or a couple of days ago, there was uh, somebody on uh, Sun's tw- Twitter, um, I think it was Cody Hunt, put out a poll asking – I know exactly what you're talking would about. Would you rather have – one championship with like the core that's the, that we got right now, you know, book Aiton, bridges, Uber, or, you know, some combination oh, yeah, of that. I remember that or Jesus. two championships with a whole bunch of players. We don't even know who's on the team right now. Like none of, none of the guys who are on the team now, which way would you go? And I never, I didn't actually vote in the poll. Cause I didn't know which way I actually want to vote because I was actually really conflicted about it. But the leading, at least for a good portion of the day, I don't know if it changed, was one one championship with the guys we got now. And I would like to see your guys' opinions on 
this poll? That, and how, you know what? You have voted. Did you vote? That, so hold on, that, hold on, Paul. Did you say how you how you would vote? I'm sorry. You said you were leaning to one. I I was really conflicted. I did, I, I heard that see part. arguments for both. I make, honestly make, make, make a decision. decision. Make a decision. I didn't make a decision. Make one now. <laughs> make one now. Yeah, like well, you can't ask I, I us how honestly, we would vote and not I, tell us how you would vote. That, that I would probably vote fair. for one with the guys we we got now. There you go. See, was that so hard? Yes. I don't, I don't ask for much, Paul. That it's funny. It's funny you say that, Paul, because that's the answer that won in pretty much a landslide. And yeah. I, I, I saw people that were tearing. And, and that was apart. the thing. It's like people were like freaking out. It's like no. Look, listen. Like, two look, championships ask, is better than one. I'm like, okay, yeah, ask, I get that. Yeah, I get it too. But ask Cleveland, right? And and I know Justin that you hate LeBron, but you know, ask Cleveland if if they were to do it all over again and they could win a championship five years down the line, they could break their, you know, whatever their, their streak was of years without championship. They could break it five years down the line with the whole group of players without LeBron or, you know, they can win two then, or they can win one with LeBron who was drafted by them. I understand he left them, but he's from there. I, I myself, I'd rather win one championship because if you think about it, like, man, I I would love nothing less than for Devin Booker to get a ring with the Suns because he was our guy. You know, he, we drafted him. We drafted him 13th, and he's been one. He's, he's – I'm telling you right now, if, if Devin Booker brings a – I mean, it's I, I mean it's not even close. If he brings a championship to Phoenix, he's going to be the best the, – you know, the, the greatest son of all time. It's not even, it's not even a question. Mm-hmm. Flex, what do you think, man? Yeah. I'm, I'm torn on this one, man. Um, it's, it's, I, a see, tough one. It, it's a tough one for me because so man i got 30 careful dan 32 33 years of tough you know just grinding inside with this damn team so here's the thing man um oh man this is tough i guess i guess i would answer this question i guess i'm kind of going against what the actual question is i i, I guess it's a question would you rather have two with other play, players you don't know who they are, or one with book in this squad? But that's yeah. it. Like, oh, you'll never get a two options again. Those are two <laughs> no, options. I, no, I think it was this decade. You get one this okay. decade with the core we have now, or two this decade with okay. other players. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's in oh. a reasonable time of the future. It's not like oh, some point, God knows when, we get right. two championships. By, I believe by 2030 was the was the question. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah, so decade. Yeah. Because it's 2020. Do some math, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why Paul likes having other people on because he gets to fucking be like me every now and then. Be like, okay, listen, let me put my condescending voice on. I just, I just got CPAs, man. To you. <laughs> so, so yeah, you got math. So this decade, this decade, I'm gonna win two rings with random players I don't know, or I get to win one with the team we got. Yep. Yeah. Um. Damn, man. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to – listen, man, I'm so – this is probably the competitiveness in me. This is probably – I, I, I got to go with the two, man. I, I mean, I get it. Like, that's – I'm, I'm – I see both arguments. Like, both arguments. Yeah. Like, there's not a wrong – I mean, there's really not a wrong answer. People will tell right. you – people will try to bully you into thinking there's a wrong answer. Right. On, no either wrong end of the, right. Uh, on the either end of the conversation, people will be like, oh, you only won one championship? How – you know, why right. – who's better than one? I'm like, I understand that, but – at the same no, time, no, I mean, yeah. sentimental value, you know, right? Like, I, I see the connection. Listen, I love Devin Booker, and um, it, that's that's why this question is hard because I, I want nothing more than book to win a championship. But I know right, this exactly. is exactly, and you know, right. I know this isn't like, real, though. I know this isn't real. So. I guess that's and I guess that's I mean, no, I'm Booker, sorry. think about it. Booker, Aiton, and McCall winning a championship like that's. Like, yeah. that, I mean, it's a little, I mean, it's definitely Ryan McDonough vindicated. <laughs> I guess, I guess my problem yeah, with the question know. is, is I guess my problem with it is that, um, yeah, I would love to see Booker and Aiden and these guys win a ring. But if you told me that was the only one we were going to get, I, I, I just, I just feel like I'm, I don't know. I, I, I'm going to take two. I'm going to, I'm going to take two. Um, just because, you know, then these championships are so hard to come by, man, that, you know, I'm a Viking fan and I'm a Suns fan, guys. 
Yeah. I'm probably the most miserable sports fan in in all of a country. Uh, just, just not Chargers fans. I mean, you huh? could be a you could be a Cardinals fan. Hold on. Okay, so I, I need a I need to give my opinion here because this was not no, a hard go, question yeah. for me. This it. was not a hard question for me. And to quote a movie that Dan hasn't seen, I'm sure. Point Break, Utah. <laughs> get me two. Okay, there you go. because yeah. here's here's the thing. I I I. I love Devin Booker, obviously. That, that goes without saying for all Suns fans. I love DeAndre Ayton. I mean, Jesus Christ, I defend that guy, like, constantly. Like, he's Listen your own to, child. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> exactly. But at the end of the day, this, being a Suns fan isn't about them. It's about me, okay? I'm going to be selfish. This shit's about me. I've been going – like I said, I've been going – my mom chased KJ down Camelback. Like, I've been going to Suns games since I was a kid. I've been following this team since I was a kid. I've seen high levels of success that still amounted to no, no championship. I've seen this past decade, which has not amounted to a playoff berth. I've seen everything in between. And ultimately, as much as I would love to see those guys win a title, I want all the titles I can get before I fucking die, man. And I'm if I can you, get guaranteed two, regardless of who's on the team, I'll take them. I will take I'm them. And like I said – selfishness absolutely but at the end of the day I'm a, I'm a fan of the franchise before I'm a fan of all those individual players and I 100%. think look at it like this I get it. if I say one am I am I then disrespecting all those guys that came before the uh, the, the core that we're talking about now and saying what they did matter, to right. build it, this it franchise into what it is yeah. is not as important as what these guys are doing right now and again that's that's perhaps a, that's a good point. That's a good the, point. The, the way of that that's me rationalizing it too. My selfishness, rationalizing the selfishness. But that's where I'd go. And, and like that's I said, point. that was not a hard question for me. And I'm probably in the minority in that because I can see why it would be difficult. But maybe I'm just more selfish than other people too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Paul, you're up again. Now that we covered that. <laughs> well, so so speaking of championships, I'm uh, taking another player from. Uh, the uh that 92 93 team i'm taking um phoenix's favorite son dan marley the, the the one who uh has spread his name across the valley former coach of gcu dan marley okay it's <laughs> a nice pick done it down I, I, I mean, he's not—he's not the most flashy that. player that's left on the board. He's not the most—he's not the best scorer, um, but he—he he is a hell of a glue guy. He's a—he was a great shooter in his day. Would have been better in this era. Just you know, would have put more work into it. And um, he just really, you know, he—he he was you know the hustle awards named after him for a reason, right? And you want a guy like that on your team. You want a guy like that in your starting lineup. And, you know, he gave his all to this team until Robert Sarver fucked him over. <laughs> and nah, you know, one thing, I, one, one thing about Dan Marley is he'll never, uh, he'll never shy away from saying hello. That's for damn sure. Yeah. I've, I've, I've had the pleasure of meeting the guy uh, a few times, saying hello to him, and he's always very – uh, very courteous, very nice. Um, you know, he's he's one of those guys who says, "Oh, hey, what's your name?" My, hey, nice to meet you, Daniel. And like, he's you know, great guy, and and it's a great pick, man. I, I feel like he was, you know, he was ahead of his time a little bit. I mean, he, he's if you think about it, he's a three and D wing that you want in 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 twenty twenty. I mean, he'd fit perfectly in today's game. Yeah, yeah I mean, Justin, Thund I saw him Thund drunk once at Town Scottsdale. We did. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'm not surprised, bro. Thunder Dan, Thunder Dan, chuck him down. Oh, that dude <laughs> knows how to party. That's for sure. That is for sure. Yeah, no, I, I like that pick. That was another guy who I was a big fan of when I was a kid. I uh, still am a big fan of. And, and let's, not, let's not forget one of the greatest clothing lines in the history of all clothing lines, Thunder 9. Yep. Yep. Thunder 9. <laughs> I definitely had some Thunder 9 gear as a youngster. Thunder Nine. I still have Thunder Nine autographed shirt somewhere. I'm sure. So, <laughs> so I like I like that pick. I mean, also uh, Marley's an underrated place to uh, have some beers before oh, yeah. and after Suns games. Underrated. Oh, yeah. It's great. That's what I'm saying. It's underrated. Yeah, I love Marley's. Marley's is dope. Yeah, I Are, think uh, I think me 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 Justin and Paul 
close that uh, close that place down a couple times. Yeah, it, <laughs> it happens. It happens. It happens. They're not unfamiliar with us. <laughs> so anyway, Dan, back to you. <laughs> we need not. We, um, this is this is. Remember, my team is about players. Players issues off court not our own personal vices okay guys let's keep it let's keep it on point here hey it's all good fun <laughs> last actually uh okay so i got barkley and marion um you know i got the i got the i got the three and four positions locked down i'm going to need a solid point guard and i'm gonna have to go with jason kidd um nice this pick. guy nice pick this guy you know God damn it! If he wouldn't have thrown a French fry at his wife, um, yeah. you know, who well, else? Well, I right. did the Allegedly. wife throw the French fry at him, and then, yeah, I, it, yeah. It's, <laughs> anyway, we're not uh, talking anyway. about off-court issues. Uh, yeah, the, yes, That's Justin's you. team. Thank you. Um, and you know what? You know what I remember? You know, one of my one of my best memories is actually a couple of my best memories is that that '98 All-Star team. Uh, you know, the one we've seen in the Last Dance with with Kobe Bryant. He was on that team and, you know, the, the, one of my lasting memories about the Suns is from the, from the 2000 season. Okay. One of my, one of my early memories from the Suns, 2000 season, um, first round, uh, KJ comes out of retirement because Jason Kidd had broken his ankle in, uh, in the you know, late, later parts of the regular season. And KJ leads the Suns to a, a series win over the Spurs, and the Suns meet the meet the Lakers in uh, in, in round two, of course, right? Uh, Shaq and Kobe, uh, they go down three zero. Um, you know, it, it's looking like they're going to get swept. And Jason Kidd and his blonde curly hair, because he dyed his hair when he broke his ankle because he was bored. He didn't want to get a tattoo because he thought it hurt too much. I wonder what he looks um, like now with coronavirus if he dyed his hair when oh, he had an injury. Dude. Jeez. Dude, right? Um, I remember that game very specifically, man, because he was he was uh he had a hell of a game. And the one thing I remember from that game, not not the one thing, but the the, the thing I remember most about that game was um at the end of the first quarter, we were spanking the we spanked the Lakers that game. I mean, and then you know, we lost the next game, of course, a gentleman's sweep, but uh at the end of the first quarter, he was driving. He there was like three seconds left, and he sprinted from one end of the court to the other. And he was like maybe three feet behind three point line, and he just threw up a runner that he just banked it in. One of the it, it was fucking great, man. Eleven year old me fucking loved that. Um, it, it was I was with my dad, and and like we we I don't think I've ever had to that point. I had never had uh, as much fun you know, at a game, you know, with my pops, you know, so right. definitely something that, uh, that I'll, I'll always remember. So Jake kid, and he was a hell of a player too. So let's not that. Great pick, bro. That's I'm waiting pick. for somebody's pick to be lambasted. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't know about Dan's Quinty, Quincy AC pick. That seemed a little off, but <laughs> all right. All right. That, that brings it around to me. Um, since Paul took Tom Chambers, um, and I've got my, I've got my, I've got my, my, my backcourt shored up pretty nicely. I'm going to go with a guy who uh, I don't need to talk about much because I talked about him enough already. I'm going to go DeAndre Eaton. I'm going to go God DeAndre. Damn Aiden. it! <laughs> um, when you have a guy who, again, off court, you know that little suspension thing. So I'm, I'm going to stick with the theme of my team. But when you have a guy who right now in his second year is looking like fairly easy 2010. I mean, when he got back from that, particularly as the year wore on, you know, he had that huge game in New York flex that we've talked about before. And we did our little, our little yeah. uh, zooms thing last yeah. week. Um, yeah. And, and, and the sky's the limit for him, notwithstanding the comparison he'll always have throughout his career to that guy in Dallas. Uh, he's a guy that when you're looking more. at, okay, who, who <laughs> Seth Curry, you know, um, <laughs> He's a guy who, when you're looking at bigs, and if you want to fill that position, I can't think of a guy that I would rather have from the history of the Phoenix Suns to fill that five spot than uh, than than DeAndre Ayton. And that might hold true just period, frankly. I mean, I'm looking at the mm -hmm. list of folks who have been picked. I mean, okay, uh, 
Amari played some five, yeah, primarily a four though. But so if you're looking at really purely that five spot, give me DA all day. DA all day. What What do you guys think of? So one thing that surprises me, and, and I was pissed about the suspension, but I feel like Suns fans. I mean, I get it. He fucked up. But I feel like Suns fans really went in on DA for the suspension. Like, well, the, pro- the, the problem Suns, is the problem is Twitter this. fans did. Yeah, yeah. First of all, Suns Twitter. I've said because before, it was all. Horrible... It also didn't help that he who shall not be named kind of went off in that twenty-five games. So it and it was. I think it was more of this is the guy the Suns could have had. Look what he's doing now. Yeah, and you know we talked about Justin and I talked about it a bunch. I'm like, it's like. Yeah, you're talking about a guy versus like th- th- this is um fucking uh Darko Milicic versus chair right now. You know, <laughs> there's no other side to the game. Yes. There's nothing to that they're showing competing against to have a con- a legitimate conversation of who's actually you know performing here cuz this right. one guy for yeah, a mistake he made is unable to play. Right. And 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 here's the thing I what I was saying is and I've said this And with before. that, I'm going to pull a Tim Tompkins. Be right back. Twitter, Twitter Sun's Twitter is a, <laughs> a, a can be a horrible dark place. That's that's yeah. the first thing. It really can. And, and I I don't blame people for it. I get it. Like we've gone through hey. a decade of decade of garbage, man. So I've been guilty of it. But but yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> but but the, the the thing that I had an issue with with a lot of the backlash is it's a diuretic. Yeah, it's a masking agent but nobody knows any of the circumstances underlying it. You don't know if it was something that he was actually using as a masking agent. He didn't get, he didn't test positive for an actual steroid. Right. So I look at it from the perspective and maybe this is the, the, the lawyer in me, but I look at it from the perspective of, yeah, did he screw up? Yeah. Did he get caught? Yeah. But he got what he was going to get for doing that. Anything else that you read into it is purely speculation. And we don't know if it was truly just an honest mistake. We don't know if he truly was masking something he wasn't supposed to be taking. We just don't know. So I've looked at it from the perspective of, and again, maybe this is partially because I am a big Aiton supporter, but I've looked at it from the perspective of he screwed up, he took it on the nose, and he moved forward. And that's all that we can ask as fans of him to do because we're not in that building every day. We don't know the specifics of it and, and leave it at that. Right. So I'm, I'm with you, man. I think it's amazing. He's a kid, man. He made a mistake. Uh, you know, it happens. Um, we don't know what the details are. We don't know the intricate parts of it. Like you said, it could have been a really honest mistake. It could have been something more malicious, but at the end of the day, we don't know. Right. Um, but what I will say is whether it was an honest mistake or something more malicious, he's just a kid, man. Um, we got to stop acting like he went out there and, uh, and, and, and did what OJ did. You know, he, he just, he, it's, it's ridiculous, man. He, he made a mistake. He paid the 25 games. John Collins did the same thing. No one's screaming about that. Right. No. Right. And at the same no, time. No, because so, he plays with Trey Young. You know, yeah, and, Trey, right, and right. Trey Young, Trey Young mm-hmm. is absolutely an all-star regardless of his stats on a terrible team because he's better right. than or his lack right, of defense. Right, right. Yeah, that 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 standard applies strictly to Devin Booker and Devin Booker alone. Just Sorry. just Devin Booker. That's just correct, Booker. man. That's All correct. Right. All right, Flex, you're up, man. Oh, man. Y'all, y'all made this rough as hell on me, man. You just killed me, Justin, man. I had it all lined up. <laughs> I had it ready to go. I was ready to start doing the parade because <laughs> I thought like, you took my boy Aiden and ruined Dude, my Dude, that, that would have been a, a sick trio. Yo, Booker, Amari, <laughs> and Aiden. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, hey, yeah, so, I'm going to have such good dreams tonight, guys. <laughs> See, but you, you, got, you got flexibility, Flex, because you, you can put Amari at the five. I see no, what you I did. know. Uh, I see what that's, you did there. Flexibility. Yeah, yeah. yeah hey. I like that. I like that. I like that. We, might have, we might have to use that on the pod a little bit. Flexibility, yeah. baby. Um, yo, but listen, so here's the thing. I got I got a couple things that I got going for me here. First thing is I could play Amari at the four or the five. And I'm actually gonna probably consider playing book at the point. <laughs> little point book. Point a little book. bit. Little point book because 
in all honesty, man, you guys jacked up all the really good Phoenix Suns point guards. So um, there's still some left. All right, there's, there's a couple out there. There's a couple out there. there, there but, there's there's one that comes to mind for me, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm there's there's, there's a couple out there, but. The, I'm going to take him and then offer a trade, Dan. I think that's what I'm going to do here. I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about too, but I, I think I just um, I'm wondering if I if I play two two guards together, will it be better than taking that point guard? But all right, so here's what I'm going to do, man. Um, He's going to take I, future son Bradley Beal right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How'd you know, bro? There you go. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, all right, so I'm going to go – I'm going to go a little old school here. And I'm going to take the Hawk, Connie Hawkins. I'm going to take Connie I like Hawkins I like and, team him up, and team him up with Amari. And then I'm going to put Jeff Hornacek next to Booker. So, speaking of so, the Hawk. And I could play Hornacek at the one, too. So I'm going to go Hornacek-Booker backcourt. Amari and the Hawk, and see how this works out. Um, I had a different game plan, but y'all kind of kind of ruined it. So, <laughs> speaking so, of the Hawk, I was at my parents' place today. I had to clear out some stuff. They've been holding on to me for like a good fifteen years, and I completely forgot I had a hat signed by Connie Hawkins that I found in a in a box I was going through. That's now sitting in my car because I haven't unpacked my car yet. But, you know, we were talking about memorabilia on our last pod, and I got to show off my uh, my nice uh, son's balls. <laughs> Actually, hey, guys, hold on. I got a question. I gotta, I'm sorry, guys. I'm sorry. I want to cut you off. Is it, is it, is it poor taste to, to switch one of these picks, or is it too late? I'll go for it, man. Look, like, geez, sure. Man. I mean, we, we got we got no rules. It depends because I got the next pick. I'll tell you in a second when you tell me who you're <laughs> I actually, I actually want to give Hornacek back and take Joe Johnson. Okay, I'll let you do that. Can that's we fine. do that? <laughs> I'm gonna go ISO Joe there. I, that's a, I like think that's a good, I think that's a good exchange. I like right? that. I like that. Yeah, I'm just looking at the tandem. I, I Joe Johnson. Actually, yeah, I mean Joe Johnson could play the three a little bit, so. He's played the three at times, so he can play yeah. a big two and a three. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take some flexibility. Johnson only can, Johnson can get lost in these uh, when you're kind of scrolling through like the 400 players that have played for the Suns, just because you know he only had that like what two seasons or so, and his stats are like look kind of deflated because you Correct. know that uh, you know because because averages and whatnot. So he kind of he's only he yeah. only shows the average is like fourteen average like fourteen points on the Suns. So right, right, right. You know, you, you kind of you but forget. remember you get Phoenix Suns Joe Johnson. I know, but Phoenix oh oh four oh five Phoenix Suns Joe Johnson is pretty good. Oh yeah, well, good. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. Every, right, Monday through Friday and twice on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then so flex you've got right now. You got the backcourt of Joe Johnson and Book. You've got a front court consisting of Stat and Hawk right now. Yep, yep, yep. I like it. You've got you've got some solid nicknames on your team too, or slash abbreviations of names. That's you're that's, right. That's important. You're right. ISO Joe Book. You right. Yep, yep, yep. All right. So then I'll hop in. So now I'm looking. I got my backcourt short up. Like I said, I've got my center position short up. I'm gonna go, and I feel like I'm going like continuing to go guys that are from the heyday of the Suns, if you will, from the pre a lot of people who watch the Suns and are on Twitter being alive, Suns. I'm going to go with Larry Nance. I know it. I know yeah, it. I know yeah, it. Yeah, Great dude. pick. Hey, you know, you got a guy who, first of all, thank you, Larry Nance, for being a Phoenix Sun because that got us Kevin Johnson, which also got us Dan Marley. But you got a guy who, yeah, 6'10", yeah, yeah. 205, besides Cedric Sabalas, the only other son that's won the slam dunk contest. And during his, what, six years with the Suns? Six years with the Suns, um, six and a half years, averaged 20-plus points per game, 10 rebounds a game. So I, I'm going to go ahead and throw him in there at the four, slide into the three maybe, and um, short, uh, team him up with DeAndre Ayton in my front court so far, along with my back court of KJ and Sweet D. Love it, bro. Love it. I was fighting between Nance and Hawk. 
That's why I was waiting. I was waiting to see when you said Hawk. I was yeah. thinking, and then you were gonna go back on the horn eject thing. I'm like, oh, if he goes Nansen, I'm gonna say no. You keep horny. <laughs> right, right, right. The commissioner I'll, is I'll... stepping in and saying, <laughs> I'm vetoing that move, just like uh, David Stern vetoed the trade to the Lakers of Chris Paul back in the day, and and saying no. But but I'll give you. <laughs> So, that's fair. Larry, Larry Nash is a great pick, man. Oh man, that that's guy like you watch old clips of him and his 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 athleticism for that day and so age. Graceful. Exactly, man. Yeah. Exactly, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. So, so graceful. And he was praying. Listen, I you know a lot of people don't give him enough credit. You know, um, when he left Phoenix, he was a really big part of that Cleveland Cavaliers team. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, very yeah. intricate part of that team. And, and that team used to give Jordan and the Bulls fits. I mean, remember, Jordan had to hit that incredible shot to get past him. So, uh, yeah, Larry Nance, man. Hell of a the, the Elo shot? Craig Elo. Craig man. Elo. I'm still losing <laughs> sleep over that one. Uh, I, I and, would and, too and, if I were him. And, and, I'm surprised and he got up off that court after his reaction. Yeah, I thought he'd still be yeah. laying there to this day. I love the documentary how they broke down that uh, Ron Harper wanted Jordan. And yeah. Yeah, and they still put Elo on them, and I'm like, wow. At that time, it was a significant difference defensively. Ron Harper was always a top defender in the league at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, for them not to put Ron Harper on Jordan, man, wow, what was that coach thinking, man? Right, right, right. Yeah, and and, and again, we look back at it. So just to, to to recap, I mentioned the trade of Nance. For those that don't know that trade that happened back in what? That was like 88? 88. Um, let's see. I looked it up. Let's see. Like I said, KJ came. They got a first-round draft pick, which they used for Dan Marley. They also got Mark West, who was key on those on those teams yeah. in the early '90s as well. And they got Ty Corbin. But, but Mark, Ty Corbin, Mark, Ty- Mark West, Mark West, also uh, key in uh, DeAndre's development. Just oh, that's on. a good point as well. That is a good. Yeah, point Big Daddy. Well. Big Daddy's been there for a while, man. Big Daddy, they love him. And they love him with the Suns, man. Big Daddy was huge. All right, so Dan, Dan, you're up, man. Um, right now, your lineup's looking like Kid at the point, Marion Barkley in your front court. Who you got next? Man, this I'm a little torn uh, between this next pick. Um, damn, between two guys, one has longevity, but another resonates with the 2020 NBA. At the center position. We're on pins and needles. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go with longevity. I'm going to choose Alvin Adams All right. as my center. Okay. I like okay. that pick. That was, I, was, I was thinking about taking him, but couldn't, 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 couldn't pass on Larry Nance personally just from the hey, perspective of. Hey, hey, Dan, when this – I love the pick. Great pick. But when this is all over and we actually look at the teams and look back, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw something at you. I I hope it doesn't bite you in the ass, yo. <laughs> uh, I like I love this pick, but there's um, there's somebody I thought you were gonna go with here. And I, I, I it might it might be who I was gonna go with too, man. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll find After out. After it's oh. done, we'll, we'll talk about. It. Yeah, we'll break it. We'll break it down. We'll break it. That's down. a great pick, though, man. You, you can't go. You can't go. You can't go wrong with Alvin Adams. Okay, so Paul, Paul, everybody's got a sweet team. Let's see. Let's see what Paul's going. Last pick of the round. Last pick of the fourth round, right now, Paul. You got your. Uh, yep. You got Nash at point. You got TC in the front court. You got you got Thunder Dan who can do a little yeah, two a nice three. Team, yeah. 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 I'm 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 happy with my team. I. Uh, Flex, you you had almost made a decision for me, but then you backed out on it, and now I I'm, I was sitting there. Paul, you I could have objected. Really I, I would have I would have been willing to listen to objections to uh, rescinding uh, rescinding picks. No, but, it was uh, I, I was I was actually kind of like I mean, it, it's like the reverse of like my college when I was trying to get into college. I was down to two schools, and one one denied me, so then it made my decision easy. I didn't have to like, question it. Now I have to question myself. Because I'm debating between these two guys, and you know they both got their qualities, and I'm just one of them was the guy you put back on the board, okay, and the other one is the guy I'm gonna pick, and that I know he's my boy, Paul Westfall. I knew it. I knew you was going Westy, bro. I knew it. And that's a hell of a pig, dude. And and you know what? I was fighting with that. I was fighting with that similarly. Well, you know he's, I mean? 
he's still on the board technically. Yeah, Coach yeah. Paul. You know, yeah. you, now I, hold, hold, here's my thing. Can you can do you did you shoot yourself in the foot there? Because you no. can't have Paul play for you and coach you, right? Why not? Why not? <laughs> Bill Russell did. <laughs> okay. Oh, okay, you're right. You're right. But it still takes two picks, so you don't get a player coach with one pick. No. No, I don't get a player coach with one pick. But, you know, I can, I can pick Westfall twice. But You could. I might. I don't know. I, I got designs on who I want as my coach. We'll see. That wraps up part one of the 2020 Fanning the Flames Phoenix Suns Fantasy Draft. Tune in tomorrow for rounds five through seven, and we'll also discuss some of the names that end up getting left on the board. Thanks for listening. Just wanna hear you say, yeah.